Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, over the festive period, we said that we were going to meet up with some amazing people who've got some fantastic stories. Uh, we have Emma. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Morning. Now, um, first of all, on the way, we're going to tell people a little bit about wh- what I think is the most drastic thing that somebody can do when they have completed their weight loss journey. <laughs> um, let, we'll, we'll come back to that in a second. And that is... Uh, when the fat is gone, what do you do with all of the skin? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, now then, tell me, where did your journey begin? How long ago was that? So it probably started in 2016. Okay. Um, but I was probably at my heaviest. Um, what would you have been then? Probably just over 16 and a half stone. Um, and I'm five foot, so that's that's a heavy, yeah, heavy yeah. for being quite a small person, really. What happened? Um... <laughs> I decided that it was about time that I took charge of myself um, and to get healthy. Okay. Um, so, what did you do? Did you do the did you do Weight Watchers thing? Did you do the Slimming Club thing? Most people go right. Let's go and join the Slimming Club. Yeah. Well, first of all, I I bought a bike. Right. Um, I was going <laughs> to cycle back and forth to work. Yeah. Um, and then I found out about this cycling club in Swansea. Yeah. Um, and joined them. Um, This is the Action Bike Cycling Club? It is indeed, yeah. And that's where it all started, really. Uh, So, because they kind of every... And I think they've got one coming up in January where they do this recruitment uh, to get people just to go out and do cycling, basically, with no other gender. It doesn't cost you anything. No, that's right. If you want to go and buy a shirt, you can. If you don't, then don't worry about it. If you've got a cool bike, that's cool. If you haven't got one, they'll lend you one. Absolutely. Um, And you start off with cycling normally along the seafront? Yes, you normally you start cycling usually from... um from sort of like the marina area down to Mumbles and back. Okay. Uh, yeah. How did you find that? First time I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I got to Mumbles and thought, how on earth am I going to get back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, but the good thing about that is it's a social thing, isn't Absolutely, it? So that yeah. you've got, you got a lot of people, a lot of the time you have a lot of people in exactly the same position as you Yes. Are. Yeah, you're all there starting, starting from the beginning, really. So yeah. you're there to encourage each other. And yeah. I think one of the cool things about that is you learn to ride with other people because yes. that can kind of freak people out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a sociable thing. Yes. And yeah. And you don't really notice, I think, that you're burning calories... A lot of the time, because it is a sociable ride. It's not one of these yeah. things. Everybody's in a peloton, right? Okay, we go flat out. Let's. It's all about chatting and absolutely. shooting the breeze and sharing yeah, stories. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff. You know, you stop, have a coffee. Um, you cycle next to somebody. Um, you're chatting. You get to know different people all the time. Yeah, and before you know it, it becomes you know easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, the first couple Did- of times, but. Pff. Did you do yeah. the big bike ride thing? Because a lot of them train for use it to train for longer rides. Yeah, we did a charity cycle from Paris to Amsterdam for um, the Alzheimer's Society in 2016. Um, so yeah, that's where it really, really hit home. Really, that I probably wasn't as fit as I'd like to be. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, did you? What happened then? Joined the slimming club. I did. Yeah, I joined a local slimming club. Um, and that's when, we, along with the cycling and the eating healthy, that's when I started to notice the the weight loss. Had you, d- did you lose a lot of weight while you were cycling before you joined the swimming club? Or did you join the swimming club because you wanted to get better at cycling or was it? Yeah, I, I kind of, the, 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 it was a real struggle to go up hills and stuff right. when you're heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I decided then that, you know, how what else can I do mm. along with the cycling that's going to help? Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, yeah. Lots of, you buy, if you buy cycling magazines, lots of them tell you, go running in between and it'll improve your fitness. Did you find that? Um, Yeah, so I did the start of the couch to 5K, did that a couple of times. When I'd finished, it was kind of like, well, what do I do now? So I sort of did that on my own. Because they used to have an app, didn't they? The NHS used yeah. to have an app and a website. Right. And I think that's still there. You can still they do still that. have it. You can still download it. Yeah, yeah. So um, it gives you like a training plan, ideas, yeah. loads of incentives as well to kind of get you, to, if you're absolutely. feeling like this, you're kind of sharing your story. Yeah, absolutely. You go out three times a week um, and it's for half an hour. Did you go do it on your own? The first couple of times, yes. Okay. Um, in the night, where it was dark, so nobody yeah. can see you. Yeah, yeah, it's a great cloak for dark. It's fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, started that and thought, well, hmm, that's it. I've done the Couch to 5K, so what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my sister, who runs, um, told me we should sign up for a, for a 10K. I thought she was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I signed up for a 10K last January. Um, that was in Cardiff. It was minus two. It was freezing cold. And that's when I got the bug for it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the endorphins start running. And Yes. So how? So on a regular week, how many times were you running then? Three, probably. Okay. Were you doing sort of 5K runs and then building them up? Or? Yeah, so I would do sort of um, two 5K runs and then a longer run on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So a Sunday morning was, is always long run day yeah 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 um, because except when you're in talking to Badger obviously absolutely yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah so we used to go anywhere you you can run anywhere yeah um, rain cold doesn't matter you just run how do you work the same with family life at home um, that's uh, my children are older okay um, so I, I you know I work in the day and then my evenings are kind of free to do well to do most things that I'd like to do, apart from the, the cooking, cleaning, washing, ironing, all yeah, those yeah, sorts yeah. of not things. The things you, you, you um, want to do, not the things you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find time. You yeah, really yeah. can. It's, you haven't got to be out of the house that long to, to No, and to I think it. that's one of the good balances. I think probably you you might have found this between running and cycling. Is if you're going out on a bike, you're probably going out for two or three hours. Yes. Um, if you're going for a run, you do that in 40 minutes. Yeah, you just stick your trainers on yeah, and go, yeah. there's no kit to prepare. No. You, you just put your trainers on, that's Absolutely. Um, so... How much weight have you lost now? Um, nearly seven stones. I'm probably a couple of pounds short of seven stones. Seven stones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Yeah. Did you ever plateau in the middle of that? Did you ever get to that thing of... Yeah, not- there were times where you sort of... You, you get to a stage where you're eating really healthy, you're you're doing um, running, you're cycling, and then you think, hmm, hang on a minute. Mm, I'm stuck here. There's nothing... Um, Nothing's changing. Nothing's changing. And then and that, you hit it up a level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a dangerous position to be in, isn't it? Because you kind mm. of go, well, I'm not going anywhere else now. This is kind of where I stand. And you stay there. But actually what happens is you kind of deplete a little bit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. your fitness level, unless you push it harder, yeah. it just kind of goes backwards a little bit. You notice yeah. when you see bodybuilders, you know, two years after they finish training, they're like seven stone weaklings. It's, yeah. It all disappears. Yeah. So... Um, so you push that up, you do the 10K. What's next? Then you join the Paul Popham Club. Okay. <laughs> the Paul Popham Running Club. So they're nutty. Um, nuts. Yeah. Uh, the, but again, another club that is full of people that are all first-timers and have all been there at the start and done yep. absolutely no training for their events uh-huh. and then gone out and done. A load of them run the marathon in Las Vegas last... Yeah, they did. Last absolutely. summer. Yeah. Um, wearing uh, Welsh Dragon dresses, including Skirts, the men. Skirts, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
But loads of support there as well. Absolutely. The, the clubs, the, you know, there are so many clubs around these days. Mm. They, they're just phenomenal. Because um, I noticed now we're in, this is third support group that you've kind of gone out and uh-huh. got yourself. Yeah. There's the cycling one, there's the slimming one, and then there's the running yeah, one. that's right. Yeah. And that can make a huge difference, I bet. Massive, and you you you're with people. You're with like like people who are the same as you. Yeah, yeah. So they're people that are out to achieve the same thing. Um, people who want to lose weight. People who just want to get fitter. Yeah. Um, people who are older and they're just trying to to um find something to do in their their time. Yeah, that's it. I think that's an important thing. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. especially with the Paul Popham Running Club, a lot of people that are members of that club aren't necessarily there for the running. They're there for the social crack, Absolutely. For meeting yeah. up with people twice a week and just getting yes. to have a chat. And, Absolutely, yeah. And it can make a huge difference, particularly at Christmas time mm-hmm. in the winter when it's dark and it's horrible and you're sat in the house on your own and you're thinking, this isn't life, this yeah. isn't what it's about. Do you know what I mean? You can go and track them down. They're on Facebook. Absolutely. You can find them. Uh-huh. And not only that, you do loads of fundraising as loads well. Loads of fundraising, yeah. And you can kind of tear and share your day and yeah. get a great opportunity to... That's right. You you make real, real friends there. Yeah. And and a whole new positive outlook on life. Yes. Now, yeah. um, we were talking about this earlier on. Seven stone in weight doesn't come without its... Um, consequences. If mm-hmm. you lose that kind of weight, that leaves the body in a very strange shape. Yes. Um, tell everybody what you did to get around that. <laughs> um, so five weeks ago, I um, I went to Turkey to have my excess skin removed. Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how do you find a place that does that? My sister had done um, a lot of research into this sort of thing. Um, and she mentioned it to me. Um, and I kind of, I'd always said that if I'd lost the weight and I still couldn't get rid of my, my, my tummy more yeah. so... Um, then it's got to go. I think you you hit, you know, you when you're doing things like running and cycling, um, that that overhang tummy that you get gets really sore underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just not pleasant. It kind of doesn't make you feel feminine. I had a similar. Well, I didn't feel feminine, but it was a bit like you get chafing, and it's it, you know, I, I think you, you saw it on Facebook once. I nipples bleed. Yeah. They are yeah. painful. Uh-huh. It is like having paper cuts all over your body. It's not yeah. a comfortable position to be in. Mm-hmm. And that can make a huge difference, not only, I think, to your own mental well-being, but also to the fact that you can actually do what you want to do and feel right. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, you know, I, I think when I, when I was a lot lighter uh, and I used to go running... That little bit of skin used to bounce up and down yeah. in your belly and you yeah. just think, this just doesn't feel good. It's not right. Yeah. So, how, what what is the process there? So you fly to Turkey. You fly to Turkey. Checking the... in a nice hotel by the pool. <laughs> not 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 quite like that. <laughs> you you meet um, the hospital staff meet you at the at the airport. And the Turkey yeah. is a massive airport. It's the biggest airport in the world. It is. Just this is an... Ankara. Um, the I big don't... one, the big one, where everybody it's goes from. Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, it's where yeah. the, the you know if you're flying to India or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, you yeah. stop there yeah, yeah. and get your That's your next one. flight. Yeah, yeah. It is just huge. You'd never find your way around it. Yeah. So the hospital pick you up from the airport. They take you to the hospital, um, which is like a hotel. It's not like a hospital. Right. Um, they do all sorts of amazing checks, um, chest X-rays, bloods, lots of different things. Make sure you're fit for surgery. Um, then you see a surgeon, the anaesthetist, they you know do all these wonderful things. You have your surgery, you stay there for six days, um, and then they take you back to the airport. Yeah. Um, 
and they uh, they do all your um, special assistance and everything because it's you know going to uh, Turkey Airport's massive in itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it it was just scary. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're the bravest person I've ever met. I, I wince at the thought of having eye surgery. So taking, how much skin did they take away? Just over three kilos. Okay. And you, is it right that they gave it back to you? They did. So you wake up and then this, there's this red bag on your sink and you so what's that? And they're like, oh, that, that's yours? My, my what? Oh, that's your skin. Because apparently they have to legally give back what's yours. So oh mm. It's like... Uh, so where is that? Oh, dare, dare I ask? I, I didn't. I didn't put it in my suitcase to come home. That's for sure. Imagine that coming through yeah. customs. Yeah, Have you anything to declare? Yes, my abdomen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, you can just, you can just, you know, dispose of that however you like. Yeah. So how long ago was that? That was five weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. So. Still so what in- did you do? You just had the tummy done. So I had the tummy and I had a breast uplift. Okay. Because um, my breast didn't sit where they should have yeah, yeah. sit any longer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my breasts were on my abdomen. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I had um, something called a fleur de lis. So that's a vertical and a horizontal. Okay. Stomach cut and then. And is that the line kind of where you would have if you were having a cesarean? Is yes. that kind of area? That's it. Yeah. Okay. So from hip to hip and then up recovering to the breastbone. well. Really recovering really well. Um, got a couple of little bits that I'm having dressed, but apart from that. Um, yeah, really, really well. Did you uh, constant, contemplate having it on the NHS or was that not an option? I don't know how mm. this works Okay, with the so NHS. if you've had um, weight loss surgery in the UK, <laughs> it's a bit bizarre really, um, then the NHS will consider All right. um, for you to have your excess skin removed. However, if you've done it yourself, then right. you won't get it on the NHS. Okay. Um so, so yeah, you you can you can probably have it privately done here. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be five thousand pounds. You're right. It would probably cost you about seventeen thousand wow, pounds maybe to much? have it done that's here. Wow. Yeah. Um. So that's your your sticking point, really. Yeah, yeah. It's you know the cost, and I mean you know you shouldn't put cost over your you know there of course there's risks. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to you have to do a lot of research. You yeah. have to be sure whether that's yeah. what you we're want not, to have done. We're not telling not people. Not advocating people. Just, yeah, go and just have it. Google it, right? Yeah. And nip out there because it's yeah, amazing. No, we're not no, saying no, not that. At all. It does take yeah. a lot of research. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to know that those people who are given the five star reviews are genuine people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you also got to know that the clinic that you go to is the kind of place that says, you know, we're more than happy for you to go and talk to some of these people. Absolutely. And let them know. Yeah. Because, um, you know, obviously it doesn't, as again, it doesn't come out, come without its consequences. That's right. What are you going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> so once I can, once I'm past my recovery, then I think next year, I wanted to do a half marathon this year, um, but I had an injury, unfortunately, um, but definitely a half next year. Okay. Well, we're going yeah. to put the before and after pictures up. So you mm-hmm. can see what M has done. I, I just think you're amazing. I just Thank think you. you're one of the most brave people I've ever had on this podcast. It's Thank absolutely you. phenomenal. Well done. Good luck with 2020. And Thank thanks you. for coming in and sharing your story. You're very welcome. Um, if you've got a story, do get in touch with us. Let me know. Swansea 896 That would be fantastic. Or you can email me from thewave.co.uk.